Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. 106 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon with you this week. Bob Stoffer on vacation. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Still to come, we'll preview the Elks and BC Lions a little later on after the 1.30 news with Elks color analyst here on 6.30 Ched. That is Dave Campbell. Reminder, you can keep in touch, keep engaged with the show at 780 780- 496-0063. That's the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. So I don't know if you're, you're a big internet person, but we, we often see in the summertime clips coming out of something called the Beauty League, which looks like arguably the most amount of fun that a professional hockey player could have not in a professional hockey setting. It looks like the best beer league around, Cam. And yes. a little more info on this. We go to a player who's been a veteran of this league now in his second year, or entering his second year with the Oilers organization. That is goaltender Alex Stalock. Alex, thanks for taking time today, man. How's it going? You back, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Hey, uh, yeah, you call it a beer league. It's, uh, it kind of started as that, to be honest. And... Uh, it's turned into a more serious league now where uh, the beer has kind of gotten pulled from the locker room and uh, now we, uh, we're we taking it a lot more serious, I guess. But it is it is a ton of fun, I'll tell you that. It's uh, a lot of scoring, a lot of offense, but uh, playing in front of a sold-out building, I haven't done that in a while, so that's a good part. How did this whole thing come about, Alex? Like, was this just a, a bunch of guys getting together saying, hey, we, we, you know, we're training here in the summer and we want to play some, you know, game-like situations. Is, is that sort of the whole, th- how it all came together? Like, give me uh, the, the history on it. Yeah, you know, we are fortunate here in the Twin Cities area that we have a lot of guys, not only from this area, uh, St. Paul or Minneapolis, but 
guys that live out on the west side on Lake Minnetonka in the summer, you know, they may not be here from, but maybe they, maybe they played here, they've heard about it here, and you know, like a guy like James Van Riemsdyk who plays in the league, he's got a he's got a place on the lake that uh, he stays here in the summer because it's so good for training. You get so many guys that skate and work out in the area, and. My, my agent came up with the idea, my agent's group, and um, Ben Hankinson and uh, Chris McAlpine, and actually the ex-player Keith Ballard as well, um, we were kind of the three that spearheaded it. And uh, the first year, they weren't sure how it was going to go. And, you know, we, jerseys were always changing, name bars were getting written on with Sharpies. and um, But it was fun. It was a good way to kind of get back into get back into really ramping it up before kind of our pro camps that we have here before guys head out for camp and you know we tried it that one summer and like you said it kind of turned out to be in like almost like a softball league where we go out and play we'd have fun fans would come and i think they're charging five bucks a ticket or something you know it was easy to get in kids would wait outside the gates you guys would sign autographs on the way in it was just a really cool experience and now it's turned into where you got you know like adidas is sponsoring us we got six different sponsors that get jerseys and it's uh Monday and Wednesday nights in Edina at Braemar Arena are sure, uh, you know, it's, it's a fun thing for families, and you see a lot of the same kids there every day, and um, it's great. Uh, you know, the pro guys love it, and obviously there's college kids involved, and um, it makes for, uh, makes for a fun night. And that, to me, Alex, says everything about the hockey market that is the Twin Cities in Minnesota, which you grew up in. So is this almost like a showcase of what you've known for several decades now? Right, and obviously obviously before being in Edmonton, being able to play at home with the Wild for four years, you, you witness that side of it too and how important hockey is in Minnesota and from all stretches of Minnesota, the southern southern points all the way up north, it's... Uh, you know, Minnesota State a huge pride in their sports. And, uh, you know, whether it's football, baseball, hockey. But hockey, obviously, being, you know, the state of hockey, we, we call ourselves, it's uh, we take pride in it. And, you know, this is just another example that you can uh, sell out summer hockey on a Monday night from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock at night. You sell out a, a high school rank full of kids and uh, parents and um, just goes to show what hockey means to the people from Minnesota. Alex, how did you guys pick the teams? Like, is there a draft? Who's in charge of this thing? I go first overall every year. I don't know if that's <laughs> ever been put out on the internet. Um, no, I, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, I think Ben, like I said, Ben Hankinson, Chris McAlpine, Keith Ballard, Jackie Johnson. You know, there's so many people actually behind the scenes. You won't believe it. You know, everybody sees sees the games and uh you know, the show that you guys put out on the ice. But behind the scenes, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, we got locker room boys helping with jerseys, hanging jerseys. We got uh, pants covers, and uh, we got girls doing laundry. It's just, it's funny. It's like a, it's like it's a regular uh, a regular league. And, um, you know, a lot of work goes into it. And I know those guys put a lot of stress on, them, on themselves in the summer because it is a lot getting – you know, for guys that go on vacations in the summer, so all of a sudden we got a roster of 12 guys. Now one week you only got seven. So moving, shifting guys, finding guys that want to, you know, fill spots. But there's always kind of been a core from day one. And, um, you know, those are obviously, you know, Ben's clients kind of get first dibs at playing in the league and does a great job of splitting the teams up and making them pretty equal. And, uh, yeah, it's, it seems like, the, you know, you get two guys that generally play on the same team every year. Um, this year I ended up playing on Bick and, you know, we had Derek Stepan and Brock Besser who generally always seem to play on the same team. 
Last night we played against Jake Ansel and Brock Nelson. They're usually on the same team. They kind of pair guys up, guys that like playing with each other or know each other or good friends, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, it turns out to be a pretty even league, and every night seems to be a shootout, so it's a ton of fun. Chatting with Edmonton Oilers goaltender Alex Stalock, and I, I've got to imagine as far as keeping you guys, you know, in a game shape or just in the mentality, that kind of thing, even though it's it's not necessarily – you know, true competition in that sense that as far as off-season training goes and the unique environment that you guys get to do that and have you seen that benefit over the years? Absolutely. I, it's, I mean, it's so fun just to get together with the guys and be in the locker room and hang out after and they pull in a cooler beer and you sit there and, you know, you tell stories about, I mean, obviously the last couple of years in the NHL have been so goofy. So guys have quite the stories about whether it was in the bubble or, you know, it's traveled plans they had to change or whatever it may be um but it is and, and you know like once you so the regular season part of the beauty league's over now playoffs kick in and i think you're going to start seeing the the 11 10 the 12 10 scores go away and guys really actually start to ramp it up here for, the, for these playoffs which is kind of funny you'll start seeing you know four to three games and guys are blocking shots i mean they're still having fun don't get me wrong but uh guys want to win the, the john scott cup and uh I was fortunate enough to do it one year, and, um, you know, we took it to the extremes. Another guy that uh, played on my team that year, uh, Seth Helgeson, who's out with uh, the Islanders organization, we brought it downtown Minneapolis tomorrow at night and, and partied with it, and people were walking by us in the bar like, what is that? Because all it is is the, uh, it's like a grill. It's almost like a 30-gallon um, drum with, like, a grill grate on it, but it's got every winner's picture on it and all that. And we brought it downtown Minneapolis to a bar, and, People are walking by like, what is that? We're like, this is a John Scott cop. You don't know what this thing is. <laughs> and people are coming over and taking pictures with me and Helgi. It was pretty damn funny. This is incredible. I, this. Yeah, it's great. I, yeah. It, it, it was, I brought it home that night. I Ubered it home. And uh, my boy at the time was probably three. Um, and he walked into the playroom that morning. He's like, dad, is that the Stanley Cup? And uh, I was probably still a little bit foggy from the, from the celebration with the cup, but he thought it was the Stanley Cup, which was pretty funny. Amazing. It, it is to him, absolutely. Yeah. Alex, uh, the last season you didn't actually factor into any NHL games. Uh, I understand there was a bit of a battle back from COVID for you. Do you want to just take us through sort of what the last calendar year has looked like and how you're emerging on the other side of it? Yeah, it's been pretty wild, man. It was uh, obviously the COVID deal wasn't easy, and then finding out there was some uh, uh, some heart issues that arose from that. Um, the only time something with the heart gets involved, you get pretty scared. And uh, you know, we, we we had to take it slow. Obviously, being in mini at the time, it, it took a while to get back, and I ended up then getting cleared until uh, by that time, I think it was the end of January, and started skating slow again, and came back and. Ended up getting put on waivers um, right away. I think uh, their thought here in Minnesota was maybe I'd slide through. Just I haven't played a game since the bubble. Obviously, I had a medical condition that, um, you know, no one really knew what was going on, and we were trying to just keep it quiet to protect my privacy and hoping that I'd just slide through waivers on the way down in case I came back up and wouldn't have to go through them or whatever it may be. And I uh, got picked up by Edmonton, and, you know, I came up, and obviously with the, with the way COVID was going on, you know, I had a 14-day quarantine, so you're set back again, and then just get back on the ice and trying to get, trying to get your feet back under you. Honestly, I didn't, I didn't have a ton of skates, and before I got to Edmonton, I think I skated maybe um, twice with uh, 
the taxi squad Minnesota, and, and then I was put on waivers. So, you know, it was a constant battle to get back to where I wanted to be, and, you know, I never really did uh, obviously factor in any games, but um, it, was, it was a good experience. Obviously, to be around the team, it's a great group of guys. It's an unbelievable team on the ice. Um, you know, that uh, has a bright future and obviously some huge signings this summer, obviously extended Darnell and, uh, you know, Zach Hyman obviously is, uh, you know, going to be a huge contributor and yeah, the defenseman like Cody Cece, it's, uh, you know, it's only going to get uh, stronger. So it's, uh, it's exciting, but uh, hopefully, hopefully it can make a difference, but uh, we'll see what happens here. I love hearing your optimism heading towards this season. Uh, for you personally, uh, how excited are you to, to get back to Edmonton here w- once we get to September? Yeah, you know, I'm uh, excited to hopefully, I don't want to call it a fresh start, but I mean, kind of turn the page on what's happened this last kind of calendar year since I guess it started last uh last november when we kind of find out found out what was going on with me it's uh you know almost be a full year where i can just kind of wipe that away and hopefully hopefully be fully recovered from it not have any lingering issues and that's obviously my my whole my biggest not beyond hockey just my personal health like you know obviously having kids now and and a wife it's you look at life a lot different and obviously hockey is a huge part of it but at the end of the day you know your health is uh the most important thing to me and i just want that to to take care of itself and obviously be back to where it was before this issue arose uh you had the opportunity last year toward the end of it to practice with the likes of mcdavid and drysidle and anything stand out in particular about the way that those guys practice or darnell or or just what do you what have you learned about this oilers group in the short amount of time you've been around it Connor's pretty fast. I'll give him that. <laughs> he's, uh, he's got some, he, play, he plays with some speed. Um, there's no doubt about that. No, I mean, it's, geez, they they got some all-world skill, those guys. And, you know, it, I got to sit back and watch practices right. You know, being the third guy out there, I sat and watched, literally. And, uh, you know, you just you can't believe the skill level that these guys have. And, Obviously, Connor's speed, the way he plays with the puck, he almost plays master with the puck. And, you know, how it was pretty cool to just see how mature he is as, as a young guy, uh, you know, to wear a C and how well-spoken he is. And, and uh, you know, that, that, was, that was obviously pretty special. And, um, you know, Leon, obviously, the plays he can make, the way he sees the ice, how big he is, how strong he is. Um, you know, obviously, those two together are, I mean, probably the best tandem in, in hockey up front. And, uh, you know, obviously... Darnell emerged last year as, uh, you know, what I thought could have been a very easy Norris candidate. And, uh, you know, he stepped up, obviously, with Oscar being hurt. And, you know, he needed to play a big role, and, and he did. He answered the bell and had an unbelievable year, and he got rewarded for it this offseason. And, you know, he's he's a player that seems just being around a little bit. He's hungry, and he works every day to be the best. And um, it's uh, it's pretty fun to be around a group like that. Evan Bouchard looks like a, a guy that's poised to to make the next step and uh, to become a, a regular everyday player. Watching practice last year from the loge level, I could see he's got a tremendous shot. You saw it right from the ice level coming at you. Uh, tell me about Evan Bouchard and his ability to drill the puck. He does. He does. He can. And man, when he got chances, he scored. When he got in, he'd get points. And I know, obviously, a right shot defenseman is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a prize possession nowadays in the NHL. And um, 
and not only on the ice, but I think Bush is such a great guy. He's a great teammate off the ice, and he's got a great future ahead of him. And I think the hardest thing for a young guy to understand is that, you know, the development side, it, it does take time, and you, you don't always get a chance right away. And um, I think this year, obviously, getting into games, um, you know, he went in and he played an effective role when he got in. But, you know, to be able to sit back and kind of watch it from a distance, but yet, you know, he'd, he'd do full practice with the guys. He was one of the guys that would jump in and be kind of the seventh, eighth defenseman during a full practice. And as much as I know it stunk for him to, to not be in there playing, but to be a part of it the way he was, I think it's going to really help his development. I, he's going to turn out to be a hell of a player. And um, I just think, you know, as much as it probably stunk for him this year, I think it really will be beneficial for his career. Last one for you here as we wrap up with Alex Stalock, part of the Oilers goaltending trio now, and a veteran trio to, to say the least. Alex, you, you had great numbers in 2019-20. I mean, 20 wins, a 9-10 save percentage, and I'm wondering, coming into camp this year with so much uncertainty, at least as it stands right now, about COVID and maybe an expanded roster and that sort of thing, like when camp comes, where do you see yourself slotting into this Oilers organization, and, and can you see yourself really pushing for some playing time this year i mean that's a goal every year right you want to play as many games as you can and, and win as many games as you can as a goalie uh throw everything out at the end of the day you look up at the scoreboard you win or you lose and uh you know to come in and just i just want to be ready and uh you know make it make a hard decision on them whatever it may be and um you know you obviously your goal is to play in the nhl and uh that's my goal every year is you know, had to have a better year than the last. And like you said, obviously the last full season was, well, the 19th season for me. And obviously that's kind of tough having, you know, you missed whatever we played, 56 games or whatever it may be last year. And um, you know, I'm just looking forward to getting back. You know, love playing hockey is what I love to do and um, getting a chance. And obviously it's a great team in front of you. So it's, uh, it's a great opportunity. Well, Alex, we appreciate you taking the time today. Uh, enjoy the rest of your time in Minnesota. And we'll see you up here when Cam- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Up starts. All right, thanks, boys. Have a good day. Absolutely. That is Alex Stalock of the Edmonton Oilers. That was excellent learning yeah. about the Beauty League. Uh, uh, absolutely. It looks like they're having a lot of fun. And clearly, now after talking to Alex, they are having a lot of fun. Awesome. Looks sounds, like a great league. It, it sounds like exactly what we kind of imagined it would be. During the season, the Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Nothing to report. The most recent injury news out of the NHL is Austin Matthews having wrist surgery. Why did he not? 
not do it earlier in the summer? I'm not sure. That's for them to deal with. We'll come back on Oilers now in just a moment. 123 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon, 125 in Edmonton. That was a great conversation with Alex Stalock. Fantastic insight into... I can't even refer to it as a beer league anymore. They take it so, so seriously that they've got jersey sponsorships out there. Adidas. And they've got a championship trophy. Yeah, that you parade around the streets of downtown St. Paul with. I I don't know how there isn't one in Edmonton yet. You you can't. There's tell enough me, pro Cam, guys around here. You can't tell me there's not enough Edmonton-based skaters to to form some sort of Northern Beauty League. Yeah, NHL, American League, Western League, college guys. You name. There's there's no shortage here. I don't know what off-season skates look yeah. like around these parts, but I'm just saying, <laughs> might look a lot better with a with a packed house and some uh, some special jerseys on that front. An old saying in the car business: cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle you're not using enough, payments or an interest rate that's too high and you want to sell it, refinance it, or trade it in for something different, go visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford, or call them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com. We're going to shift gears coming up after the 1.30 news here and talk Elks. They are on the West Coast. It is the first Edmonton Elks road game of the season, and they're looking for a win, Cam, and they need one bad. Big tilt, starting 0-2 here at home. I, You'd have to think the, the pressure within, even just within their own locker room would be quite significant going into this one. So I, I'm i fired up for the game, but I, I'm also... Um, On well, pins and needles. A little bit pins and needles, right? yeah. You know, the team's 0-2 and you're looking down the QE2 and there's the Stampeders also sitting winless through two weeks. They don't have their starting quarterback for the next four to six, as I understand it, with a broken fibula. So now is the time to sort of take advantage standings-wise. If you can string a few wins together and Calgary sputters, and it's not going to be Michael O'Connor, by the way, at at, um, quarterback tomorrow night for Calgary. So that's another storyline is we thought the Canadian might get the ball, and it's not him. Instead, it's, uh, I believe, Brett Mayer. Okay. So we'll talk uh, with Dave Campbell about that, Elks analyst here on... 630 Ched but really it's about the Elks executing with the players that they have the way that we know that they can you got one of the better quarterbacks in the league you've got probably the best wide receiving core in the league depth wise and we barely heard Greg Ellingson's name we barely heard anything from Tavon Smith who caught I think a thousand yards receiving in his rookie season or close to so the pieces are in place for the Elks We'll see if maybe a little road action will jolt them to where they need to be because it was it was a bit lifeless on the brick field for the last two weeks. Yeah, they, they moved, the first week they moved the ball, but kind of between the twenties, you know, di- yeah. weren't able to to put it into the end zone. And same thing against uh, Montreal. They got a touchdown late, but by then the game was decided. Uh, didn't get a lot going offensively in the you know the first three and a half quarters in that game. So, yeah, that was – and that's not what we expected going in. Right. We thought that the the offense would be 
lights out from the get-go. And that wasn't the case. Maybe even a step above, considering maybe. the familiarity that Trevor Harris and Jamie Elizondo have. Greg Ellingson, once upon a time, part of that Ottawa roster as well. But no such luck. We'll get some insight from Dave Campbell as to why and what they'll need to do to turn it around against Michael Riley and the Lions tonight. 6 o'clock for your countdown to kickoff. 8 p.m. game time this evening right here. You can keep it locked on 6.30 Chet. We'll step out for a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell back with Dave Campbell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 630 Chad.